Hey, this is Jamie Johnson, and you're listening to the X Band Podcast. Welcome to episode 42 of X-Band, the Phantom Podcast. First off, I'd like to thank all of you for your feedback and support of our last episode. We had a lot of fun recording that one, and it seems that many of you have found it fun to listen to as well. For this episode, both Dan and Jermaine have been out on assignment. Firstly, Dan, along with a couple of mates, Chris and Gary, as well as his boy Angus, take us on a tour of the Toowoomba Art Gallery, where the Phantom Art Exhibition has been. Next, Jermaine flies across the Malabar to attend the Supernova Pop Culture Expo that was recently held in Sydney. He catches up with two-thirds of the Fru crew and even gets to drop an exclusive. Enjoy. G'day everyone, it's Dan Fraser here and I'm contributing a small part of the X-Band podcast today to tell you a little bit about the Phantom Art Show, which is currently touring up and down the east coast of Australia. Uh, the recordings you're going to hear in a moment are based around the Toowoomba Regional Art Gallery and the exhibition there. The art show has already been to Wollongong and Mackay before it came here. And um, from here it goes to Broken Hill and to Tweed Heads, Coffs Harbour, down to Newcastle and then into Sydney at the Manly Art Gallery. After that it goes overseas to Port Moresby and to Los Angeles. The Phantom Art Show has been curated by Peter Kingston and Dietmar Lederwash. I hope I got your pronunciation right there, Dietmar. It's a fantastic collection of something like 80-odd artworks. There'd be 40-plus artists represented there, the most famous of which are probably Renj Mombasa of Mambo fame, and Michael Lunig has a couple of pieces featured as well. The art show is... Pretty nostalgic, to be to be honest. It's um, unashamedly, well, in fact, it's dedicated to the memories of Ray Moore and Wilson McCoy. There are some also some very political pieces uh, featuring the Phantom. It's quite reflective. It's humorous in places. It's abstract. It's surreal. It, it's everything that you might want. I hope that the following recordings give you some sense of what it's like to be at the art show and hopefully inspire you to actually get along and attend it if it comes close enough. Alright, so I'm here with Chris Hill and Gary Horn, Phantom fans and nerds as described to the art gallery owner. Uh, we're here at Toowoomba Regional Art Gallery for the Phantom Art Exhibition. G'day Chris. G'day, how are you? Good. G'day Gary. G'day, how are you going? Good, good. So, uh, fellas, we've been here for probably half an hour or more and had a bit of a look around at everything. Um, what, are you, what are your impressions of the Phantom Art Show? 
Oh, certainly, um, a lot to look at, and a lot of different uh, mediums have been used to portray uh, the Phantom in lots of different poses and um, and uh, colours, I have to say. But uh, yeah, it's been great to see some a lot of things that are, are one-off pieces that you don't ever get to see normally. Hmm. Lovely, the uh, different different things that happen that people can think of to do, and uh, it's great, great, great designs. Absolutely, and so we've seen everything around us from ceramics and um, uh, obviously paintings, wood carvings, uh, resin, I don't know what you do with that, how do you make resin <laughs> carvings or mouldings or whatever they do with them? Um, plates. Plates, yeah. And so I have to say a lot of the, the discussion as we were walking around was wondering how they make what they make. Some things you could see that you could do and, and uh, yes, if you wanted to do this yourself you could probably replicate certain pieces but... Um, uh, not everyone has the skill set, I think, to, to do this. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so um, have, you, have you seen a couple of pieces in particular that have caught your eye that you'd want to have a conversation about, perhaps? Well, I always like looking at the New Guinea Shield, certainly. Well, let's, let's head over there and have a look at that one there. Given that it's such a, a large statement piece and certainly um, rare and no-one else would have it, so mm. uh, you do see them from time to time. They're all different, but, yeah, it's just a... Uh, uh, an outstanding piece. The size has probably surprised me. It's, it'd be six foot tall. Yes. Um, and hanging up on the wall, it's taller than, than all of us, even yes. even Gary, who must be six three, six four. Six four, yes. So um, very large, very imposing yes. uh, presence. You could almost think that if you were about to be attacked, the person attacking you would want to stop and have a look at the artwork <laughs> before you continued the uh, the argument, because uh, I know I would like to. Absolutely. Well, certainly, uh, finds an impressive target for anybody, I suppose, if you're trying to throw a spear at yes. the Phantom's face. Or <laughs> it's still quite thick. It, it is quite thick. Mm -hmm. What it's what it's been made out of. So. Imagine be rather heavy too, then. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So it's just hanging on the wall on a couple of couple of pieces of string there. But um, it's probably the only. Piece, I think it might even be the only piece in the gallery that's clearly labelled "Please do not touch." So obviously, it's reasonably fragile. Uh, as well. Mm. Artist listed as unknown, that's probably no surprise. In the 70s, 1970s. Mm. And the other wonderful piece is always the, the chess set. Uh, certainly have seen this before and it is um, impressive every time that you see it with the characters that they've got to make up both sides of the, uh, the game. Mm. So this is by Peter Kingston um, who uh, was here last week for the opening and, and spoke briefly. He's done an amazing job of the of the pieces. We've got Bandar, or Pygmy Bandar as the pawns on the Phantom side, with Phantom as king and Diana as queen, obviously, Gran and Devil um, as the bishops, and uh, Jungle Patrolman and uh, Tom Tom Drums fill out the back row on the, uh, on the bad side, so to speak. Um, not sure I recognise all of these characters. We've got the Cowboy Singh, perhaps. Yeah, I'd say so. As the king. Goggle-eyed pirates yes. are there. Um, they've got the mage, the uh, the trophy, and probably Salas across the front. Might be the Sky Band, yeah. Sky Band with Salah as the queen, perhaps. Perhaps, yeah. Yeah. And just maybe a generic roughneck of some some kind there is the, in the night position. Yeah. With the drawn gun. What I like about this actually is the, the extra bonus we've got on the wall over here. As I just dropped the catalogue, but as on the wall over here we've got some of the early designs for the chess set as well. 
which... Uh, which will probably tell us the names of everybody who's in. Oh, they haven't used all of them. Because they don't, they don't have uh, an Uncle Dave or a, or a, um, a Mrs. Palmer. No. Um, but these were early ideas. So a lot of them... Well, actually, he's got here the goggle-eyed pirates were supposed to be the pawns um, in the original plans by the look of that. But it's an art piece in itself, isn't it? Just yes. this design. Beautiful. What about yourself, Gary? Is there anything in particular that's caught your eye while we've been here? I love, I love all the wood, what they've done with the wood, with the uh, planes and the uh, figures with the wood cutouts. Now, most of those, I think, are, are Peter's work, mm. if I remember rightly. Mm. So these are... Well, we joked before it was easy as... Uh, photocopying a, or, or tracing a drawing onto a lump of wood and then cutting it out with a jigsaw. I'm sure, sure Peter would say there's a bit more to it than that. <laughs> yes. but, uh, there's, there's quite a lot of those sorts of pieces actually around the, around the gallery, aren't there? Beautiful. And the ceramic tiles, right? Yeah, so the ceramic tiles under glass in the middle of the gallery here um, by Fairley Kingston. Now, I'm not sure if there's a relationship there to, to Peter. Anyone know? No. But these are these are beautifully done. They're they're very much um, the original artwork, I suppose, from the comics that we'd all be familiar with. Um, there's uh, an image from Diana in the Whirlpool. I recognise that one. Um, the I'm not fishing as the Phantom's getting undressed on the on the boat, about to dive off and in the middle of the ocean. Um, but very authentic and very true to the original artwork. But it's been stenciled onto a tile and. Again, we were saying before, we're not sure whether it's etched in or, or painted on or, or whatever, but it's just, just fantastic. And, um, it's certainly a very glossy finish, and it's uh, quite a spectacular piece that you'd be um, love to have because we just keep looking at it. Yep. And uh, again, I joked earlier that it would be lovely to be in a situation where you can refinish the kitchen or, or redecorate the bathroom and just <laughs> embed one of these into the wall and have it as a regular tile. I, I think if you lived alone without a wife, that would be something <laughs> that you could do rather easily. It's about the only way you'd afford it too. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hang, it, hang something over that. <laughs> yeah. Um, some of the cool pieces uh, that I've liked, to, and I'm not I'm try, trying to think what the name for these these things are. The um, montages or uh, they're moving dioramas of dioramas of some sort yeah. Yeah. that uh, enable you to manipulate part of the the uh, the show or a character mm. in them. So it's like a wooden box that's got a three-dimensional yeah wooden design inside, and there's handles on the outside that you can turn to make the fandom fight in, in a sword fight with a uh, bare-breasted queen, Amazon something um, over here and, and on the other side um, you can make the fandom and, and devil gallop along outside the skull cave and those sorts of things, which is very impressive. Come out of the door over. Yeah, this one was good actually. You look at it, the diorama and there's no fandom in the picture. You turn the handle and he bursts through a door. So I'm sure we can get some wonderful sound effects of that happening. There you go. That's that's the Phantom as Kit Walker bursting through a door. So there's a, there's a certainly a few differences in style, and and I talked about the tiles being very authentic to the original comic art, and and as we stand here, we've seen another couple of Peter Kingston's pieces, which is artwork traced onto to wood and jigsawed out. Um, the famous that's probably a Ray Moore, is it? That everyone has taken off his mask. Uh, the clown. And the Phantom at a masquerade party and the clown's taking off his mask and asking why the Phantom hasn't. 
Um, so there's some very traditional artwork, I suppose. With Devil. Yep. And again, that's a Peter Kingston piece, so I get the feeling. But that's from 1972, just looking at the... So there's some very old old pieces mm. here as well. You get the feeling that Peter Kingston perhaps is a fair a bit of a traditionalist. But a lot of the other the other art here is very modern and interpretive um, sort and, of thing. And quite a good comedy, um, uh, being able to poke fun at it as well with some of the uh, the plates that we're looking at now, um, with the Phantom in different poses and um, with some funny sayings uh, as as he's doing different things and the phantom checks his messages so he's looking at an iphone so mm. um a bit more topical of the day than the, the historical expectations mm. absolutely but well, certainly been well worthwhile to see it because i've not seen this much um individual phantom art yes. uh ever before so very glad that we've uh, had the drive up to toowoomba today to see it and i know that it's moving around other parts of australia um so if people haven't uh, seen it, uh, hopefully it'll be in a place somewhere near you mm. um, where you might be able to also uh, enjoy it. Yeah, certainly up and down the east coast and the most important parts of Australia, I suppose. If you're not on the <laughs> east coast, then you know, it doesn't really matter. No, so, you're right. Who cares about the other side of Australia? That's right. Yeah. So, and I, I'm really, I really appreciate the way that it's um, going to, to regional centres as well. Obviously, as a Toowoomba local myself, for it to come to my hometown is, is pretty cool. But from here, it goes to Broken Hill. Um, and then to the Tweed and Coffs Harbour and Newcastle. So not necessarily just the, the major cities um, in giving the, the more regional areas a, an opportunity to see it. Of course, from there it goes across to Los Angeles uh, next year, so uh, not just not just regional centres well, either. It's well wide. Mm. So certainly for the, for the curators to have put together this is fantastic. So Dietmar has done brilliant, obviously Peter Kingston as well. Um, I'm not sure if there was another... Curator as well. No, those were the two, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they've done an outstanding job, mm. and um, there's some spectacular pieces that all of us would just kill for to have in our own oh, collection. <laughs> one piece would be nice. <laughs> just, just, yeah, just the one, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, thank you very much, Chris, and thank you very much, Gary. I yeah. appreciate you uh, making the drive up to Toowoomba today. Yeah, and it's been, uh, been great. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for joining us. Hope you got a little something out of it. Cheers. So, I'm here at the art gallery with Angus. Angus is six years old. So how are you, Angus? Yeah. Alright, so Gus, why did we come to the Phantom Show today? Um, so we could see all what the Phantom's like, all the art gallery stuff. Yep. And my favourite things are the things that move. So we're talking about the dioramas that you can make move? Yes. Which one do you like? Um, this one, that one, that one, that one. Oh, and also that one over there. So let's go and have a look at it. And that one. Why do you like this one? Because if you do this, if you go down, so you turn him go down. Yeah, and he goes down. Mm -hmm. Then when you go up, he goes up. Okay. And I like this one. So we're over at the skull cave, the skull throne now. Why do you like this? Because it has a phone, a lamp, and 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 the phantom not there, and things like that glow. And he's pretty funny. Why is he funny? Because of his teeth. 
So this is the uh, Frank Goyer, Mrs. Philip one, and he's it's a phantom statue with a cigarette. Oh, yeah. What's that? Oh, I don't know. And do you like sitting in the throne? Yes. And also trying to talk on the phone. I'm like, hello? Hello! Okay, put the phone down. <coughs> and... I Just have... walking. It shakes. So this is the Peter Kingston Night Ferry one, and you can make the boat move. And I like this one, because they're fighting. That's Ian McLeod's The Jewel, where the Phantom and the Warrior Princess are all fighting, yep. And you can make them move. open the door and that and he breaks the chair. <laughs> That's Philip Morris and Peter Kingston's The Bust it's called. Huh. Hmm. And uh, yeah that's all. Okay so tell me why do you like the Phantom? Because he's my dad's favourite colour. <laughs> yeah. And because he's a superhero. Right. And he protects the city and lives in the cave. Do you like reading the comics? Yes. Do you remember which one's your favourite comic? Um, The River That Never Ends. <laughs> that is a good one, isn't it? Because it has, but I think, chapters or... Mm-hmm. There's two parts. I think there's three. Oh, OK. That was in the free comic book we got last year, wasn't it? Yeah. And... Yeah, that's about it. Okay. Well, thank you very much for talking to me and telling everybody about the Phantom Art Show. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> there was a TV that showed a video of the Phantom. What did you think of that? It was good. Why? Because um, the Phantom didn't die and he got the baddies. That's very true, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Okay, so there's that was uh, Peter Kingston's Fanta films. So, just to wrap up the conversations we've had about the Phantom Art Show, look, what I've touched on here with Chris and Gary and Angus are just a fraction of what's there to see if you can get along to the, the ex exhibition. There's a huge range of pieces and a wide range of artists. Some of them are from private collections. It uh, looks like a lot have been created for the show. Um, there's some monster pieces that are a metre and a half, two metres square, um, right through to the tiny uh, chess pieces and that sort of thing that have been created. There's a skull throne you can sit on and get your photo taken with, as I'm sure you've seen on Facebook. There's just uh, over 80, 90 pieces there. And some of the things that are in the catalogue weren't on display at Toowoomba. They may well be on display at other places. Um, just by way of letting you know, I also spoke to the director of the Toowoomba Art Gallery this afternoon. Now, unfortunately, some of the Toowoomba Regional Council rules suggest that she was not able to record anything for the podcast with us, which was unfortunate. Um, she can't be quoted or, or to create content for, for anyone other than the Toowoomba Regional Council, so local government's thumbs up. 
Anyway, I asked her about the popularity of the exhibition in Toowoomba and she was absolutely delighted because it's been massively popular and the visitor's book is testament to that with the amount of uh, comments about the art show and, and the positive comments that are there. Um, Chris, when he was there, also noticed that uh, Kid Walker, P.O. Box 7, Morristown, um, had also had been there and uh, had, had had said he was really pleased with the exhibition. So there's a bit of humour in the Darling Downs population as well. Um, back to the director of the art gallery, she said that the opening from a couple of weeks ago with Dame Quentin Bryce and Michael Bryce was one of the bigger openings that they'd ever had at the Toowoomba Regional Art Gallery, and that great numbers had been coming through ever since. So just again testament to the popularity, perhaps a perhaps an unsung popularity to the Phantom and uh, people still keen to get out and have a look. Uh, she said that the people who've been coming through, not necessarily art lovers, not necessarily people who always come to the art gallery, but uh, a lot of them were comic fans and um, Phantom fans, obviously, with the PH, and um, she was really pleased with some of the things that had been going on. But that's, she said that that was why that they'd asked to get the exhibition. It sounded like they'd petitioned for it to, to reach a wider audience and uh, to get people who might not ordinarily come into the gallery to actually come in and um, and see some of the art and, and she was delighted to hear that it had actually worked on me I've been there three times now and today my son and I went up and had a look at some of the other uh, artwork that was upstairs and all the rest of it and we'll you know I'll be going in again yet because I've got daughters and a wife who haven't seen it and I'm not sure that they're keen to, but they're certainly coming <laughs> anyway. Um, look, by way of, the, if you can't get to see the exhibition, try and get your hands on one of the programs that are avail available. I know that quite a few people have, have purchased multiple copies and are sending those around the country. So uh, if you can get your hands on one of those, uh, it, it, they're just fantastic. They're designed or produced in the style of an old fruit comic. So they're that sort of a feel and that sort of a shape. There's some great editorials in there that are written about the Phantom and um, the artworks around the Phantom, and each piece is listed in there. There's more listed than are shown. There's some pieces that are listed in there that weren't in Toowoomba. Maybe they'll be in some of the other centres. So um, if you can if you can get a look at that, then you know it's not not the same as seeing the thing in in person but certainly well worth a look at as well. There were some postcards that were available at the exhibition as well. You know, they are what they are. I, I walked in and I saw them and I thought, oh, I'll get a set for myself and I'll get a couple of other sets and, and post them around to other people. But um, it, it wasn't mass-produced by any means. It just looked like uh, the postcards were made out of cardboard that someone had, had stamped a uh, Morristown stamp on the back, which is nice, and then had glued some... Uh, cut out daily strips and Sunday strips on the front, which 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 were nice, but uh, there's no way you're getting a set. They were numbered up to 300, 400, and um, only only one of a kind, I think. So um, so there'll be a few of those floating around. I'm I would really love to think that sometime in the future the X Men podcast will be able to interview Peter and Ditmar. Um, I'm hopeful that we can do that. They it would be fantastic to hear or fascinating to hear about uh, why they decided to, to put this exhibition together and send it around Australia, up and down the East Coast. Um, apparently, I was told today by the director of the art gallery again that uh, they've decided that they're going to create a bit more new art to perhaps feature in future exhibitions, centering around Diana mostly. Apparently, the... Um, 
the speech by Dame Quentin Bryce at the Toowoomba opening has really inspired them because when Michael and Quentin opened the the, the opened the exhibition in Toowoomba, uh, Michael really spoke about the fandom and and. Uh, that side of things and what he remembered of the comics but when Dame Quinton stood up she spoke for about five minutes about Diana and her input as a feminist and, 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 and as a female role model for herself and other women in Australia and that was really interesting to hear and you forget sometimes my point is if you can see the exhibition if you can make the effort to get there wherever is its closest venue to you broken hill is probably as close as it's going to get to melbourne or to perth so for you guys down south and across west you know make the trip get there if you can it's well worth seeing and uh, it's it's something phantom that you will never see anywhere else anyway i'll leave it at that thanks very much happy phantoming Hello and welcome to the X-Band. Um, it's Saturday morning, very, very early. Uh, for some of us who got some sleep, uh, we are all about to wake up and do the first leg of Saturday, which is meeting up and going to Supernova. Uh, this is Jermaine here. Today I will try and get as many interviews, as noises and things that I can possibly get while still having some fun myself. Um, so yeah, so listen up and let's see how we go. I'll be back. Trek on that one, everyone. Um, so we are on the train at the moment. We've got a few of the guys uh, some of discussions. Say hi, Paul. So uh, how's your collecting been this year? <laughs> what will be your best pickup this year? Venezuelan sticker album. So with all the with the cover with the stickers and the different cover for the stickers. How much did that one cost you? Hundred bucks. Nice. All right, we'll get a couple more interviews and stuff as we go. Talk to you soon. How you going, it's Jermaine? Again, I got Jamie with me. How you going, Mark? Yeah, well, thanks, mate. Thank you for signing, signing some comics for us. My pleasure. Uh, so, are you one of those lucky people that can sign with both hands when your hand gets tired? Uh, I wish I was, but unfortunately I've just had to train myself not to get tired. <laughs> That's good. So, um, have you been busy so far? Uh, yeah, it's been a good morning. Uh, yesterday was a little bit quieter, so I was able to spend some time at the Fru booth. Um, got a lot of Phantom fans hitting me up this morning. I've uh, got a few prints myself, and obviously the uh, stuff on offer from the boys at Fru. Uh, but yeah, it's been, been great so far. That's good. So, uh, you've got... You've uh, got a lot of Batman work here as well. So who's more favourite, the fan or Batman? Mate, I grew up on both, I'll be honest with you. They're kind of equal. I love that they both use their, uh, you know, their wits and their, their skill over, you know, powers. Um, and I just think they both, you know, fight for justice, and, and uh, I think all the fan and fans can appreciate that. Definitely. Well, thank you for your time. Uh, I won't keep you because, you know, I know you're a busy man, so thank you, and uh, keep going. Thank you. Thanks for heading by, mate. Still at the uh, Fru um, booth. I got Terry with me. How are you going, Terry? Good, thanks, Jermaine. Yourself? Pretty good, mate. Uh, so, what's been your best uh, pickup for this year? Uh, number two. My best pickup's been number two, yes. And um, all the stuff here at the Fru booth. Oh, I'll suck up. <laughs> spent a million dollars here. Oh, well, a couple of hundred anyway. Yes. Really, really good stuff. And um, all signed, which makes it even better. So, which ones? Uh, what what's grabbed your, your eye the most out of on the free booth? I like the um, 
the filming poster? The filming poster, yeah. 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 I've got the actual comic signed by him at home too, so yeah, really good. Yeah, no, so definitely. I'm redoing my skull cave at home at the moment, so I reckon that poster might get um, get framed and go... With the a... signature one? No, just that one there. Oh, okay. You should get it with the signature one as well. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Send it over there, get him to sign it. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like it. Because I've got a thing about Egypt, so um, it'd be yeah. nice to go on the wall. Awesome. All right, well, thanks for your time, mate. No worries. I'll see you around, and uh, you'll be able to listen to yourself at the podcast. No worries. Sounds good. <laughs> see you, mate. Hey, everyone. I am at the free booth. With me, I have Jeremy. How are you going, Jeremy? I'm good. That's good. Signing some comics? Yep. Can you uh, sign with both hands? Because you might have to do it by the end of the day. <laughs> I'm not Peter Chapman. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, I'm not, so, you're happy with the way your poster and your cover came up? Oh, yeah, I think it came up quite nice. So, I know we've discussed it, but for everyone else who hasn't discussed it, want to tell us a bit about your inspiration for it? Um, oh, um, just trying to do sort of a, um, a city scene. I don't know, trying to make it look sort of Italian-esque. Yeah, and so why is it looking Italian-esque? Because the Italians are the best. <laughs> So and that's um, and so your favourite. So you st- copied your favourite, your artist, which is Ferry, I believe. Um, or one of your favourite. Yeah, I'd say I like um, probably a lot of the the um, Italian artists. There's actually a new story coming out by one of them. Nice. Oh, they've got um, one of the covers over there. Yeah, I see that one. That's uh, by Angela, I think, with uh, on, on a waterfall. It's looking pretty good. Very nice style, isn't it? Well, thank you for your time. I won't keep you too long. No worries. Thank you. Hey, going everyone. I'm here with uh, Sean. Sean, tell us a bit about yourself, mate. Once my stomach settled down, I was okay. Uh, I had a bad time there for a while. Seen all the changes. First time here at Supernova. So tell us where you're from. Melbourne. Just after the day. And yeah, good to see. Yeah. The crew crew putting on uh, a good exhibition you know, here. See all five artists here. Saw there, everything. Yeah. Yep. All three, other like every other body. That was on long Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so have you picked up anything else today? Uh, not yet. I'll have a look. My computer <laughs> pops later. <laughs> 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 some, some phantoms I don't have. So yeah, we nice. go. So you listen to the podcast? I do, mate. I do. I haven't been the last 12 months. No, That's good. This isn't a paid interview. I haven't paid him to say that. So what would be your favourite episode so far? I in all the, um, the drama at the start of the year. It's like having something, a bit of a calming voice coming over telling people to chill. <laughs> I do like a bit of soapbox action. Soap box action okay. Telling yep. people to settle down. Yeah. Facebook groups. Yeah. So, what do you collect? Just so comics. Just started picking up um, statues, pops. I've got well, now. I've got some Siberian art. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you've done yep. all right. We've been hanging around. Yeah, just everything I pick up. I can pick up. That's nice. What will be your prize possession? The Siberian original art. That is a baby. Okay, so you did you pick that up from his website? Well, I got it from Etsy via his website. Yep. Nice. Direct from him. 
No, so you get a sign? Yeah, it came signed. As good as it framed? Not yet, it will be very soon. Is it, so it will be hanging up? Will the missus allow you to hang up? That's up for discussion, but when she finds out how much it's worth, then she's going to have to. Unlike every other piece of memorabilia I've got. That's it. Do you have a phantom room or is it all boxed up? It's supposed to be boxed up. Occasionally some statues sort of infiltrate the rest of the house until they get noticed. Yeah. But uh, then they get moved and we play a game of relocation. Oh, okay, nice. Well, what I managed to do is I said, I'll buy you a house, wife, if you give me a room. And then that was the end of the discussion. I tried that. Then we had three kids, that was the end of that. Yeah, I've only got the one. Yeah, so, so you get you're <laughs> trouble coming up. <laughs> well, thank you for your time. It's good to uh, hear another uh, person who, inter- uh, who listens to us. And uh, thank you for your time. It was great to meet you. Thanks, mate. All right, thank you. How you going, everyone? I'm back here. This is Jermaine. Uh, I've got Ian. How you going, Ian? I'm going really well. And uh, Amon, how are you? Very well, Ian. We are waiting in line to get uh, some stuff signed by Antonio Lemos. Um, so, so you are both foreigners. So, where are you from, Ian? Yeah, I'm from New Zealand. Well, should we claim that as Australia? Ape state? <laughs> uh, it, it improved the value of Australia. <laughs> <laughs> uh, very good. So what do you mainly focus on in your collection, Ian? I mainly focus on New Zealand fandoms. So do you have some of the boys' paper comics? No, just uh, just the crews and the New Zealand fandoms. Nice. So how long have you been collecting for? Um, I've been collecting for oh, about 25 years. Wow, that's pretty. That's pretty good. So, what will be your prized possession in your collection? Uh, number one, New Zealand. Nice, very nice. So, how about you, Amon? So, uh, for those who don't know, uh, tell us a little bit about where we know each other 18 years ago. So, uh, Jerome and I met online around 1998 in the most famous forum of all, uh, Phantom Forum. And this is uh, way back, uh, I started off a phantom site as well, a phantom uh, fan site from India. And that's how we got talking a lot. Yeah. Over the years we stayed connected. Yeah, nah. so how long have you been in, so you're living in Sydney now? I moved very recently, about six months back. With your wife and child? That's right, yeah. Are they enjoying it? Definitely. I'm enjoying it the most, my uh, fortnightly supply of fruits, yes. which you don't get back in India. <laughs> so that's the main reason you moved here. It wasn't, wasn't for anything else, Yeah, they, they stopped publishing phantoms in India, so I had to relocate to, to get my phantoms. <laughs> that's a true fan for you. <laughs> So, what, uh, so did you manage to bring much of your collection over with you? Or uh, unfortunately, not right now. I keep missing them, but they're safely stacked uh, back back at home uh, in, in India. So you're going to be bringing them over? Yeah, gradually, one, no, one box at a time. What will be your prized possession in your collection? Um, actually, it'll be an artwork I have from uh, from Mango. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in fact, I think that was um, Brian Sheridan who helped me get that one. Oh wow! There's another name from the another name from the past, blast from the past. So um, you, I know you listen to the podcast. Yep. on. Do you listen to the podcast there? No. We're gonna have to now. <laughs> yeah, you're on it now. <laughs> thank you for uh, thank you, Steve, for your time. And um, yeah, we'll be back with some more. Uh, yep. uh, how do you call it? Plug. Right. Uh, right yep. Don't forget to log into phantomtrail.com to get your daily dose of phantom comics. Yes. <laughs> No worries. Thank you, guys.
back at the free booth uh, after an hour or so wandering around, and I've got Duncan with me. How are you going, Duncan? Uh, great, great. I'm having a fantastic time. Okay. Renee and the free crew have got a perfect um, picture telling you my money's good. Uh, it's, it's fortunate. It's still early in the day, though. Uh, and Antonio's uh, just shown up here to do some signings with a long-awaited uh, queue of people here with some fantastic work that he's produced. Yes. Uh, and the uh, I've just bought this wonderful print uh, with the Paul Ryan, which is the pin-up from the uh, Paul Ryan tribute issue, which is fantastic. I'm really excited yeah. about it. So which prints caught your eye the most? Uh, I like Antonio's one with the cover with the uh, the steamboat in the, in the foreground. He's always really good at doing the Phantom uh, in the background with uh, something interesting in the foreground, usually some sort of aquatic or nighttime thing that's really good yeah. at blues. Um, the filming cover with on the camel is fantastic, and I'm I'm really enamoured with that Paul Ryan. Uh, uh, this is the centerfold from that um, Paul Ryan tribute issue where the Phantom's bursting through the door. Yeah, it's one centerfold the wives don't mind us looking at. <laughs> That's exactly right. Well, what I thought was great in that issue is it fit with the story. I mean, it did, didn't it? It was, it was almost like it was a panel, a splash panel from the story. Yeah. Which is fantastic. What about yourself, Jermaine? You enjoying yourself? Oh, you're interviewing me now. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. It's always, it's always great catching up with everyone. Um, I'm really in love with the Angelo um, uh, print with, with the waterfall. The waterfall. Um, I really like that one. It's like uh, the Keith Chatto. Yes, yes, very similar as that. Um, and it's, it's good to see uh, a bit of Phantom stuff. Um, there's probably about, what, 20, 30 of us here, so it's good. And new faces, not just uh, the normal... The same crusty uh, old fellas. Not just the leaf of dinner uh, faces. There's people I've never seen before here. Yeah. Some younger people have been looking as well, which is good. Definitely. So what's been your best pickup this year? Uh, well, I just got here and came, made a beeline straight here because I uh, saw some excellent social media um, promotion of the booth on someone's Facebook page. I don't know who that might have been. Uh, and, you should uh, get a discount, whoever it is. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm fully in support of that. Uh, and, um, and it's great to see the early editions from the folio uh, collection there, like the through uh, file copies that, yes. uh, that Grant had a look at and uh, said the yep. And I don't think I'll ever see a number two this close up. No. You brought, you've got one in your pile here, don't you? Uh, uh, number two? Not a number two, no. <laughs> so what, what's been your best pick-up for the year, Phantom-wise? Because uh, you're an avid collector. I think um, uh, the thing I'm most uh, excited about is I've got a Doug Clauber uh, Moonstone cover. Uh, recently, um, a collector of Solid in Sweden, uh, and a Cy Barry uh, commission that I just received, we were talking about earlier, which is, uh, uh, Cy did, uh, did me a commission with the Phantom Holding Court with a couple of Jungle Chiefs, and uh, I, it's going to be the centrepiece of the collection, I think, thank I'm you, looking thank you very much. for a good way okay. to get it framed. Which way you no, that sounds good, Mark. Well, thank you for your time. Okay. Uh, we'll see you around, eh? Thank you very much, Jermaine. How are you going, everyone? Uh, this is Jermaine again. We are at lunch, as you can hear, with all the food being consumed. With me now, I've got I've got Luke and Bradley. Uh, Luke is actually a King fan. He actually enjoys the King series, so we will have to get him on, and he can actually tell us why it is a good series. Uh, and then we've got. I never said it was a good series. <laughs> And then we've got Bradley, who we all know because of the, uh, the Elbury exhibition. So we'll start with you, Bradley. How are you? Very well, thanks, Jen. So when did you come down? Yesterday, so we could actually see Supernova. 
So what, what's impressed you most about Supernova this week? The joy still keeps coming with me. <laughs> okay, I won't keep asking questions about that one. How many diamond rings does that cost you? Um, quite a few. Yeah, joy collects diamonds, I collect the phantom. What can I say? And I reckon you probably still spend more than her. No comment. <laughs> so, um, what's what's been your best pickup for this year? Joy. <laughs> do you have to keep trying to pick her up, do you? <laughs> I'll do it. I grovel, mate. I beg. I beg. I just... <laughs> so, what's been your best phantom pickup? Um, the Blackfire set's pretty good, so I'm happy with that. So, what what's probably been your best pickup for the year? Oh, you put me on the spot, mate. Um, I'll ask Luke and I'll think about it. Okay, so we're over to you, Luke. How are you, mate? Good, mate. So, pretty good, mate. So, what's been your best fan and pickup for the year? For the year, uh, I had to put me on the spot too. And I was thinking about it beforehand. Uh, I, I don't know. I got a lot of comics for the years more. I haven't collected a lot else, but uh, there's probably a couple of variants I was chasing and stuff that have shown up. Maybe some of the last Venom variants or King variants. I can't remember. So it's a long year. <laughs> so. All right, Bradley's thought of it, so we'll quickly better ask him before he forgets. What's your best fan and pick up for the year? Haven't actually got them yet, but I'm getting a page of artwork um, from Luke McDonald for each of it, from each of his comics. From each of the twelve? Thirteen. Oh wow, thirteen. Now, that will be a good pick up. You gonna frame that one? Mate, I've got no wall space, so no, they'll just go in an acid free folder. Nice. So, Luke, so we said in the intro when we introduced you that you actually, maybe a fan of the King series is a bit strong, but you're enjoying the King series, is that correct? Yes, yes, I am. I've got the whole, I've got the got the first lot, then there was the Flash Gordon series, but I don't, I don't think a lot of fandom fans realise that the Flash Gordon series that come after King's Watch actually continued King's Watch, and then went into the King series afterwards, and I said, I've got that as well, and it's actually, the whole arc is actually very good. You've got to read all of it. So you got to read all of it. So, and you were telling me yesterday there was a bit of a surprise in, uh, in the King, um, King's Quest 2. Do you want to give us a bit of a detail heads up on that one? No, 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 there's, there's a great surprise, but I reckon you wait for a future podcast to hear Jermaine's opinion on it, because I don't think he's going to like it at all. <laughs> so we will have to get you on to talk about the whole King's series, maybe when King's Quest is finished. How does that sound? Yep, that's, that's fine with me. If, I, if I'm available and the baby lets me, I'll be there. <laughs> so yes, you've got your... Um, You've got, you've got your two ladies, two ladies. two ladies, and you've got your baby in tow as well, mate. So how did you manage that? I don't have two ladies. <laughs> Just ends in tears. I have one lady and one lady's friend. <laughs> Julie, Julie Walker wasn't available this year. <laughs> Who's Julie Walker? I can guarantee this is not going at the podcast. <laughs> so how did you manage to get them to come to the supernova with you? I, I was supposed to be coming with you, remember? Yes. And then I had to message you and say, oh, my wife decided she'd like to come so your and my plans are out the window so I don't know so is that just so she can keep an eye on you probably (laughs) (laughs) so how's um, how's how's Miles how's he enjoy the supernova I I think he's he hasn't cried so that's a good sign he's um he's he's met the Power Rangers he's met some comic creators he's had some fun he's enjoyed himself so for those who don't know or for those who came in late tell us a bit about Miles 
Miles is uh, it's uh, my first child. He's two months two months old. Just recently turned two months old, and I uh, managed to drag him to Supernova with us for the first time. So. That deserves, that's that's pretty good, mate. <laughs> so thank you, Luke. No worries, anytime. <laughs> thank you, Brad. No worries. Hey going everyone, uh, I've got a real special guest here now, I've got Mr Dudley, how are you Dudley? I'm really well, I'm really well Jermaine, nice to see you. Nice to see you and it's good to get you on here, it's been, <laughs> been a bit of work in process. Yeah, like, I'm not reluctant, I'm just busy. Busy, very busy and I think you're doing a good job. Oh thank you very much, thank you very much. I think this is the first time Fru have been out here at a convention like this for about 20 years. I think Jim Shepard came out here once and once was enough for him. (laughs) As the story goes that um, he was selling back issues at, let's say he was selling his back issues at $3 or $2.50 and there was another stand selling the back issues for $5 and they came to him and they said, we'll buy all your back issues but we can't pay you, just hang on to them for us, Jim. So he hung on to them all weekend. And they never came and bought them. So he'd been sitting on all these back issues when he could have sold them. So that was a story someone told me the other day. I don't know whether that's true or not, but... Well, no, I do know. It came from a a reliable source. uh, A very reliable source, actually. So this is the first time you've been to a supernova or a comic convention, correct? Yes. <laughs> yes. Can't you tell by the startled look on my face? <laughs> so how are you finding it? I think it's amazing. I think it's absolutely fantastic. And uh, I don't know, you were here earlier. The crowd that was around the fruit stand for the signing was heartwarming to see. You know, yes. you know. Um, it makes it worth, worth the worth the effort of lugging all the boxes in the rain. <laughs> yes, a little bit lugging it in the rain. You, how, when, so you've been uh, probably setting it up all, all weekend, all Friday as well. And... Well, I, I actually got I I got the uh, the easy I got the long straw, I suppose. I got to stay in the office and mind the office while the oh. rest of the gang came out and set up. And I came out here to work today. But as you can see, there's no room in this tiny little no, stand, so no. I, I have to just be out here schmoozing with you. Yeah. So I don't know. Whether, I don't know whether you're saying that's a, the positive or <laughs> no. It's the, a positive. The, oh, okay. It's that's a positive. Good. It's a positive. Anyway, Renee loves counting money. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> yes. Yes. So you've been? Have you been pleased with the turnout? Yeah. Yeah. So from what I've seen, I've, it's, you know, it's been. It, it's going to quieten off and now that the, the signing's over yep. but there was a great crowd here earlier and um, those uh, supernova issues were flying off the, off, off the rack yeah I think they will when you get them on the website as yeah, well I even more so. I hope so I hope so you know it's, otherwise it's just going to collect dust at the office well you know you know I mean we we do do it for the fans but it is a business too exactly and there's a, there has to be a balance there so yeah we want to sell them <laughs> <laughs> yes so um, what's been what's probably been your highlight of the day has it been seeing the fans or seeing some of the people dressing up or? Uh, I think it's been actually meeting all of the people that I've bumped into yep. um, the phantom fans and, and just chatting to them and getting feedback from them because it's talking to people that gives me ideas for the future, you know? and that's exactly. where I get them. That's that, yes. that's how I decide: will I do that, or won't, won't I do this, or you know? So I'm, yeah. I'm stuffing up here. You know, <laughs> let's fix that. 
So has there been a, a conversation or a suggestion by someone that's kind of perked your interest from today? Or I, t- I think the, the one big burning question I would like to have answered and I, and, and, and I haven't had it answered yet is how, do, how do, do the fans, how will the fans feel if we go completely colour? Okay, well you hear that? There's a question for you. And will they be prepared to pay for that? Okay, well, there you go, free, uh, free fans. We'd have, to be looking, we'd have to be looking at at least $5.50 a comic instead of $3.50. Yep. Okay, so if you're prepared to pay that much, let us know via uh, either Fru's website, social media, um, or even the, uh, the Chronicle Chamber and everything like that, and we'll pass it all on. Because I personally think we need a bit of a balance of both. Yep. You know, I think we, black and white is the tradition. Yep. I don't want to throw it away. So we've got one fan with us. Eamon, what do you reckon? Colour? I was just talking about that. I'd like the balance too, because I actually yep. appreciate the black and white nature of the art. Uh, we've also got Glenn who's just walked over. What do you reckon, Glenn? Colour? Oh, I think put them out in black and white with a set of coloured pencils and let, you can, <laughs> let them all do it themselves. <laughs> what do you think? Oh, well, maybe there's an idea. <laughs> it will be. It will be an idea. Is that, a, is that an expand exclusive? Yes. Phantom colouring book coming soon. Oh, there you go, mate. We've got we've got questions, we've got exclusives for you. So thanks for your time, Dudley. It's been a pleasure. And uh, thank you, Glenn. No problem. Hey, everyone. Uh, it's Jermaine. I'm recording from the airport. Uh, very tired, very exhausted. Um, didn't do a recording last night at the dinner. Um, Oh, just because I just didn't get a time. Uh, a little bit, let me tell you a bit about it. So it started at 7. Uh, we had a couple of uh, different uh, speeches. So first of all, we had a presentation by Glenn um, from Fru, where he just talked about some of the things that um, uh, they would like to do, that they you know, are kind of planning and stuff like that. Um, and then we had a bit of a speech from Dudley. It was more of a just a kind of... You know, hey, we are the new owners of Fru. This is where, what we w- would like to do. This is what we'd like to stand up for. This is, you know, how we would like to kind of go forward in the future. It was very, very good. Um, Dudley, I think, missed his calling as a stand-up comedian. Um, he's very, very good. Uh, very, very funny. Um, and, yeah, talk to anyone who was there, and they would tell you that he was really funny. Um, so, Dudley, uh, yeah, I think you missed your calling, buddy. Um, okay, so what else? So there was a lot of items, a lot of original art, um, donated by people like Alex, uh, Graham Nolan, Antonio Lemos, uh, Glenn Ford, and also some other, um, maybe lesser known to Fru fans, but, uh, fairly big names from America as well, like Hannibal, uh, St. Joe, and a couple of others. So, uh, the art was always popular. Um, there was a couple of other, uh, pieces as well. Probably my favourite piece was... Uh, this big canvas print, which was actually uh, done by <clears throat> a blind artist, which, you know, which, and it was an amazing piece. And he did it from memory uh, when he used to like, look at a comic, you know, back in the 80s or something like that. And you could definitely tell that it was done by a blind artist because, you know, there was, oh, some people might call it flaws and, and stuff like that. But to be able to know that it came from a, an artist who's definitely got the skill, it was an amazing piece. Um, uh, that was one by Simon Brown. I'm sure you'll probably, if you look around, you can probably find some photos of it. I might even ask him to put one up on uh, the Chronicle Chamber with this uh, podcast so you can all have a look at it. Some of the other pieces uh, were gobbled up. Uh, Alex Saviak is always, always, always very popular. 
and always very generous with his art as well. He is a great patron of the uh, the dinner. So we also had uh, Bruce Mutard, uh, Mutard, I'm sorry if I pronounced that wrong. He is a, an Australian artist, a Melbourne artist, very, very uh, talented. Probably more in the mould of a, probably like a Mad Magazine or Crumb. I don't know if anyone's ever seen that, but he's actually also very, very smart. He's done like a postgraduate in fine art and artistry and stuff like that. And one of his studies was the study behind images and words and how they work together with a, um, you know, to get into a comic and, you know, talked a bit about the science behind that, a bit about his career and stuff like that. Now, if you're just a fan fan, you probably wouldn't have appreciated it as much, but for those who know a little bit about comics and appreciate comics as a general, you would absolutely love that. Um, You'd be able to find all this information on on the website and stuff like that. uh, mainly due to the length, we haven't included it in this uh, podcast. I might get in contact with him and ask him if I can uh, put it up as kind of like an exclusive, uh, you know, kind of, um, for a future podcast if, for those who may want to listen to it later on. So it might be like an episode 41A or something like that, keeping the tradition of free comics. Okay, so, um, yeah, it was a very, very good uh, weekend. We had people from, as you would have heard, we had Ian Crawford from New Zealand, we had Amon, who, you know, relocated all the way from India just to be able to come to some events like this and read his regular fix of comics. I came from Perth, we had people from uh, far north Queensland, uh, Melbourne, we had people flying up from Melbourne, driving 10 hours, you know, and stuff like that, just to kind of be there. Very, very good weekend. Um, as always, it was a pleasure done by uh, Richard Fry and his team. If you're a fan, uh, you enjoy great items and uh, great uh, camaraderie, I would recommend you to make an effort to come. Um, don't let it be at Sydney. I know it can be a dreary place when it's raining. It's raining at the moment. I come from sunny Perth where you know it, it rains and then it kind of dries before it even hits the ground. Um, but you know, don't let something like that put you off. Uh, it is something that you that you have to come to. It's like a bucket list item. So look, f- you know. So next year um, we'll be around the same time as Supernova. So book it in. Get permission from the missus. Start saving those pennies. Start doing the extra work around the house so she'll let you go and all that type of stuff. So uh, this is Jermaine signing off. Uh, shout out to everyone who. Um, who listens to us, and I met at Supernova and Leifort Memorial Bay and Gala's Explorers Club dinner and everywhere else as well. It's always been a pleasure. So thank you for listening, and we will be back on the X-Band very, very soon. Bye. That's never going to be the podcast. <laughs>